This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. All right, welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss a construction landscape here in central Ohio, my favorite place to be this time of year. I just love summer. This is Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown & Company, here with Greg Hansberry, who's a permanent fixture on this program and a real good friend now. Awesome. Thanks. Likewise, Bryce. Yeah. Well, I'm just feeling really uh, feeling it right oh, now. Yeah. You know? I feel like we should hug it out, honestly. All right. All right let's, 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 let's <laughs> we'll that. save it for after the show. <laughs> okay. All right now. All right. Well, that was good. That was good. Well, uh, and I feel like we're already friends with our guests today, too. We're just fishing fishing tales. Fishing stories. Yeah. 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 I don't know about the size of the fish he was talking about. Yeah, he might be I think full it's just of it. another fishing story, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Well, he's a good friend of mine, and I know you became a good friend of yours because your names are kind of similar, right? You got Greg Hornish and Greg Hansberry in the same room. There GH, you go. same initials. That's GH. And you guys are like brothers from other mothers all of a sudden. <laughs> and Greg, you're from Cellar Lumber, and uh, that's the company you're representing while we're on the program today. But you also have a really interesting past life and in history. You served in the Marine Corps, and you've got some good stories associated with that as well. It's always a treat to be around you because we don't get much work done. We usually end up talking about something or other that's kind of interesting. That's like for fishing. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Or San Diego or whatever it might be. <laughs> or is it San Diego? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. We should integrate more uh, uh, Burgundy, Ron Burgundy, <laughs> Ron Burgundy on the program. Yeah, yeah it depends on the century. <laughs> that's true. Or or the newscaster. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, it's great to have you with me. I'm glad and, to be here. Uh, and that you and Greg could, could connect and, and we could get on with the show here. So we're about getting into it an hour later than usual because the two of you are yapping away, getting to know one another. <laughs> oh, you laugh it's, about it. Well, it I got places yeah, to be. Yeah, you know, Bryce, is, <laughs> you can tell when he's got places Ch-chop. to be. That's right. We got we got things to do, places to go, people to see. So, um, Greg, you're with Cellar Lumber. Cellar Lumber's been around a while. But uh, what were you doing before you came in, got into the lumber business? Well, just prior to the lumber business, I, I started out in our industry, actually, other than being on a crew, I was selling a window and patio door line up uh, for a distributor out of Toledo. Mm-hmm. Uh, geographically, you're my familiar. My romping grounds. That's yeah. right. That's right. And uh, prior to that, my introduction to sales was my twilight tour in the U.S. Marine Corps on recruiting Excellent. duty in northern Wisconsin. Wonderful. So that's how I got in sales. And then... How do you sell someone to get in the Marine Corps? Like, work on me. Let's see if I'm I'm back next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, it's a lot different from today, I see. Um, back then, we talked about whether or not you like a challenge, mm-hmm. adventure, you know, seeing the world and getting yep. paid for it, um, you know, doing something that maybe not very many are, are willing to do. Um, but, of course, that was that's two decades well, going on three decades ago now, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what the uh, pitch is today, <laughs> but uh, no, I had a good time. I had a good time doing that, and again, that was my introduction to sales, and I'm still in sales well, today. Thank so. you for your service to our country as oh, well. Oh, you, yeah, you're welcome to it's the rest of us. Best years of my life. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> well, I thought they were once you met me when we started working together, but yeah, you know, I guess I can take second place. Close, close second. Close yeah. second. Your wife might have something to say about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Well, yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know if she's going to be listening today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we can say whatever. She's like, it started out with fish story, so she's probably already tuned right. out. <laughs> right. <laughs> probably no chance she's still dialed in. Yeah. Like, I know enough about him and his stories. I don't need to hear 35 <laughs> minutes of it. That's for sure. Man, we'll right. get her on next time. She can handle it. I That's think right. she gave him a script. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm married, too. <laughs> I don't think my wife has listened to one of these podcasts. She's like, I have to listen to you when you get home. You think I want to listen to you talk to other people? <laughs> or I can't right. tell you what you're wrong about? So, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, Cellar Lumber, Westerville, Ohio. Uh, they've been around yes, since sir. 1908. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So they're over a hundred year old company based in Westerville, Ohio, which is great. It's great for our area, our geographic area, to have businesses that have been around that wrong that that long. Uh, it says a lot to the trust that the consumer uh, places in the places of business. So do you know much more about that? <laughs> did you know it was nineteen oh eight? I did. I All did right, actually. I, I knew you did. Um, actually, I I have now worked with what is now three generations of family ownership mm-hmm. uh, to date, or at least my, my history with the company so far. And of all the outside of, you know, outside of the military, uh, Cellar Lumber Company has um, probably the, uh, it's easy to say now because I'm there mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm selling for them and part of that team, but um, everybody at Cellar Lumber Company, uh, they're just they're just top-notch people. Um, any any other place I've worked since being out of the military, uh, that's what that's what has impressed me most so far in my year and a half with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I did you a little know. tooling around on on the website. And I noticed it was started by Wilson and Carrie Seller back in 1908. So that was some time ago. They survived through the Depression, um, but they operated with a really interesting slogan. Do you know what that slogan is? See, now doing I'm it you right, to work. Doing it right since 1908, I believe. Well, that's what it is today. Yeah. And oh, so, when they started. Yeah, no. when they started, they st- it said, honest, courteous service builds our business. Which I thought was really kind of cool. You know, it's a it's an old school I think slogan, Carrie, but Carrie yeah, came up with that, did. if I remember right. Yeah. So uh, that says a lot to the company because, you know, as the foundation, you know, we talk about building supplies, and this is the foundation of that business, which was um, um, exciting to see something like that so long ago established for your business, knowing who you are and your company is today, and and the experiences I've had working with you would reflect that that's uh, been the fabric of of the company for sure. Well, I've have you ever worked? Have you ever gone over to Cellar Lumber? No, no. no. I've, it's I, you know I've only gone to some of the, the box stores for you know for home projects, but shopping for wood's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just going up and down the aisles and smelling it and yeah. seeing all the different sizes and cuts and types. Yeah, so I might even if I don't have a project, maybe I'll just go go around and just go kick around the wood. Yeah, at the just lumber go yard. kick around the wood in the lumber yard, the sawdust. Well, I, I remember as a kid, you know, if we had a project um, my, that my dad was going to do around the home, I'd jump in that we had an old station wagon, you know, Chevy Capri station wagon, and um, we used to run down and we'd pick up a sheet of plywood or two mm-hmm. by fours and we'd go down to the lumber yard. You know, they didn't have big box stores. There was nothing like that. There was an Ace Hardware, I think, in town, an 84 Lumber. And so I know you don't like me to say that, but you know that's what was that was in Toledo at the time, and when we would go down, and the railroad tracks went right up to it, and would offload the lumber at the 
at the lumber yard and cool. it was cool. It was a mm-hmm. great experience. You see these giant stacks of wood and um you see the wood but you can't see what it actually builds. Um, but it builds so many amazing things. Right. It was very, very cool to do that. So and that's what you guys have. You kinda have the old school lumber yard and, and you have the ability to go down and get the better cut of wood. Oh, it ab- absolutely is. We move a lot of product, so we mm-hmm. keep we keep fresh product continually rotating in and out. Um, and we even have we have competitors come to us because of the selection of exterior trim and siding of the mm-hmm. real wood cedar primarily mm-hmm. redwood and cedar. Yeah, that's a big that's a big draw uh, for us. So you also have just like framing lumber as well. So yes. a lot of the framing lumber. So let's talk about some of the products that, you know, do you, do you sell primarily to contractors or do you also have it open for consumers? Like Greg wants to come in and get good material and he wants to. Build a uh, tree house is my next want, adventure. There you go. He wants to build a tree house. <laughs> you have people that can say, hey, here's the best material to build your tree house with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've got, we've got seven or eight guys inside, you know, for any, any homeowner that walks in and, and wants to brainstorm a project, mm-hmm. you know, build a list right there with our guys, you know, they're going to be able to recommend this or that for you. Um, myself being an outside sales rep, I meet contractors and homeowners together or not in the showroom, at the home, at the project site, mm-hmm. um, develop the idea from, well, from developing the idea all the way through scheduling the deliveries and, yep. and getting product installed. And that's what you help out with. Yes. And that's what you help me out with. So you're always out checking out my sites before I remodel them. <laughs> and getting a material takeoff to know what we need to, to build what we've designed. So that's always really helpful to us. So you got those materials. So you got the framing lumber, any of the two by material, two by fours, sixes, eights, tens, twelves, and then you get into uh, LVLs as well. Yes, engineered wood product, mm-hmm. um, LVL, glue lambs, treated glue lambs. Uh, anything eye joists eye joists yeah yeah rarely we might even get get some steel for you mm-hmm. most contractors don't don't use us for that but yeah um no offense yeah <laughs> don't either <laughs> so i get my wood from you yes so yeah so that's good and then uh in deck material as well i know you've got a lot of that you work yes. with uh, a lot of deck material from the post to the decking material treated wood to uh like a timber tech is that right timber tech azec mm-hmm. is um is our primary product that we stock um but you know anywhere design treated the treated substructure to mm-hmm. the finished deck boards and railing and pergolas are big now for outdoor living space that's what you should do, Craig, is a pergola treehouse with a with a timber tech decking, floor decking. That sounds intense. Probably get a good deal. You take Greg fishing. It sounds like you uh, <laughs> <laughs> might, you might we'll cut talk you a later. nice break. We'll talk. That's right. Employee oh, price, maybe. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right. You build it I'll together. Show spots. <laughs> and there you go. Maybe you put a little pond in your yeah, and you yeah. end up fishing from the pergola oh, treehouse. I like it. Look <laughs> at this. See, I'm the visionary. You guys have to have to then build it. You enjoy it. You build it. Uh, all that great stuff. <laughs> so pl- supply the material. Um, and then you get into the siding materials. You just said redwood and, and cedar. Is some of that wood becoming more scarce to get, more difficult to get, the redwood in particular? 
Not not to my knowledge, not yet. Oh, well, it's coming. No. Um, <laughs> and I, I know I know just recently speaking of scarcity of of material yeah. that we have been uh, bringing in. Um the good old Chinese have been monkeying around down in the South American rainforests and mm. I, I I don't know all the details, but um a product that we stocked that was very popular with our remodelers, we can no longer get it. Uh, there's a, mm. a moratorium on what the, material is that? The um the, the fur soffit material four by mm. eight. So we had we had to bring in a different a different brand. Mm-hmm. So you know, just just one of those quirks of you know if you're if you're bringing if you're buying from somebody that's bringing stuff in from from out of country, you know we we just run into that recently. Yeah, and I know there's there's tariffs on that material as well. Yes. Yeah, and so the material costs are going up tremendously, which we've watched. You know, we watched uh, last year, 2018. I think all in all, there was roughly a 20 percent increase in just material costs. Um, from cabinetry to lumber to tile to you, you name it, roofing materials, um, every everything that we we get, we notice about a twenty percent increase in cost. Now, you may not have <clears throat> represented twenty percent, but overall, we we recognize that our prices went up roughly that that much. It's a huge huge jump. This was this was last year, twenty eighteen. Yeah, because of yeah. tariffs and all that, all the costs that were passed on to us. I mean, it was like every other month we were getting a notice from our supplier saying you know we've got to have a price increase there's a trucking charge there's a surcharge there's now tariff cost you know that, that's coming into play so we've seen a lot of act- action um on on a price increase standpoint so as people are looking for well because the demand is so high uh the cost is also high i would imagine um the supply of some of these things is getting more difficult to get uh we used to be able to get uh, materials turned around and I'm not talking about seller lumber necessarily. I'm just talking about in general, uh, it's harder to get things to, to go at a fast pace right now because of the, the chokehold that's put on our industry for getting material. So, uh, there's, there's costs on, on several different ends, time and dollars. And there's been a shortage of tractor trailer operators. That's right. Yeah. From, from mill to distributor, from distributor to intermediate Mm-hmm. intermediate dis- distributors to us. Yep, and then the you know, shortage of staff, which, you know, Greg, we've talked about that ad nauseum on this program. Where are the, where are the, where's the workforce coming from, you know, over the next uh, generation here? Because we've got ourselves, we've got ourselves a who knows what coming at us. Right. And, and it's already and, exhausting. And, and there's already a, I wouldn't call it a phenomenon, but in this market right now, I have never, in 14 years, mm-hmm. I have never had the phone ring past two or three rings before getting an answer at a supplier. Yeah. Now I go on hold and I'm in a queue and I'm the sixth yeah. caller. Yeah. Wait time, three and a half minutes, that type of thing. That's never happened mm. In 14 years yeah. until this last, in about the last six, nine months. Yeah. I've had, I've had people just not call back either. Yes. You know? I mean, that I've had still that happening. So too. is that a sign of that people are busy or there's, or there's not as enough people helping out or kind of a combination of both? Yes. Combination yeah. of both, I yeah. would say. Yeah. It's both. And I think there is a, 
there's a breaking point that some companies have reached where they're just tired of going nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, when, sure. when you think about um, folks who are doing excavation or framers, framers are a really good example. They're, uh, they're so much work right now that's backlogged for framing that you could literally work 24 hours a day for the next three years straight and not get through that backlog. I mean, mm-hmm. pools are a good example. I've got a client that's waiting until the end of next summer. So if you're a pool company and you can get to it sooner and do a custom spa, I want to hear from you <laughs> because, know. yeah, um, work on my you know, pond too. Um, I like the company we're working with, but I mean, it's the end of next summer is the soonest he can get in there. And this wow. is a project that sold, you know, two months ago. So, you know, the, this is just a, it, there's just a, everybody's waiting. Mm-hmm. Everybody's waiting until their body's available to do the work that's, that's there. So, I mean, my gosh, a backlog is really nice, but to be a year and a half out on a backlog can, uh, you know, can really tax a business. You never, you never get a break. Well, and you don't want to sacrifice, um, you know, quality, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a trade off, right? Yeah. You rush it mm-hmm. and the quality, uh, is jeopardized and, you know, I, I've had trouble with, with some of our, uh, people I've worked with previously that they're just swamped and, you know, a, a gutter guy, for example, I'm trying to get gutters done on a project right now. And it's just, he keeps having guys not show up. Mm. You know, he says, my guys didn't show up again today, so I can't get them out to your job. Well, then it rains and they don't want to come out because it's raining. And it's like, Oh my gosh, it just goes on <laughs> and on and on. And it's like, <laughs> There's an opportunity for someone who's looking for something to do. Gutter companies apparently are spread very thin. The gutter so, pool guy. That'll be yeah, me. The gutter pool guy. <laughs> gutter That's pool. right. There you go. <laughs> You'll funnel the water yeah. from the gutter right there down to the pool. Hey, wow, something. you are onto something here. That's a good, very like good a rain idea. barrel pool. The rain barrel pool. Hey, you know, you might be onto something. So you just got to treat that water. Yeah. <laughs> Zap it with enough chemicals. Yeah. You could, you could go out of business very quickly with that first one too. <laughs> some <laughs> lawyer will make sure of that. So, um, so yeah, let's get back to, uh, some of the other stuff that you guys carry. Cause you have exterior doors as well and windows. We do. And, and then of course you move to the interior, you can, you can source interior doors, which you've helped me out with quite a bit Yes. as well. Yes. Exterior doors, interior doors, patio doors, windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a, an Anderson circle of excellence dealer. Um, we have, we offer a couple different vinyl lines mm-hmm. and, um, one of which I've worked with before. Um, and so you have a lot of knowledge in it then started in the window business, like yeah. I said, out of Toledo. So windows and patio doors are kind of my, you know, right down, right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Where was that? You worked in Toledo, the old Clark Snodgrass company. No kidding. Clarkson I'm not even familiar with it. East Angola Road. I know where East Angola is, but I don't know the Snodgrass Company. Oh, now you'd think okay. I'd remember that. Clark Snodgrass Company. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well. And Mr. Um, actually, Mr. Snodgrass graduated with my great uncle in Defiance High School. Really? Didn't know Small that. Small world. Didn't know that when I hired in, but learned of that at Well, at that might be a functions. good thing too, right? It was. Is that why you left the company? They found out and <laughs> said, hey, you know, it's time you move on. No, no. After 13 <laughs> years, I was, I was ready to do something different. Ready to leave Toledo, huh? That's hard to imagine. Toledo? Um, well, it's affectionately referred to South Detroit, up, yeah. <laughs> back up north there. It but. is a little bit. I was just there over the weekend uh, driving home from vacation. 
Yeah. They have a great Chick-fil-A. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, where did you go? Did you go through Sylvania? Or did I don't you go remember. Through... It just was the... Yeah. You came down we, 23? I had cranky kids, and I saw this Chick-fil-A sign, and we pulled off. All right. There you well, go. <laughs> Uh, it's actually uh, not to knock it. I mean, I I really enjoyed growing up in Sylvania and being part of Toledo's culture. It's just you know you when you move away and you see some other areas that are a little bit more vibrant uh, for someone youthful like me. I I wanted to take advantage of that, but I'll tell you, I do like going back to Sylvania. I got my favorite restaurants I go to in Old Sylvania. There's J and G's Pizza, which. Anybody I've ever taken there is like, oh, man, that stuff's terrible. But I'm like, oh, it's like the best pizza I've ever had. I don't know what you're talking about. Because it reminds me of, like, after football games and, you know, sporting events and, you know, just growing up. So there's some really cool places. And, of course, Tony Paco's, which is world famous. That place is fantastic. I took my girls there not too long ago. And it was really funny because um, I guess it's been a couple years now, actually. But I took them to Paco's and – you know, they were like, I don't want to go. I don't want a Hungarian hot dog, you know, whatever it is. And they went and they had that and, a, and uh, one of their um, strudels. And now they're just like, can we go back to Tony Paco's? And, right, and the atmosphere right. is so great. You know, you have all the famous people that have come in and signed a hot dog. And I remember as a kid saying, one of these days I'm going to get to sign a hot dog. And as long as this podcast continues to do well. <laughs> one day. Uh, they'll ask me to sign a hot dog bun <laughs> on the, and put it on the wall in there. Right next to Jamie Farr. So that's the goal. Cool. <laughs> All big, right. Big, What's big, that have big. to do with cellar lumber? Well, the fact you lived in, in Toledo. That, oh, there we go. Well, that's a good tip, but how about but, the tip of the week? Oh, yeah. Let's do a tip of the week. You know, I, Greg, I saw you walk in with a tip this week. Would you like to give us your tip of the week? Well, sure. So we can help uh, our listeners with, with a bit of advice from an expert. It's time for the tip of the week. This is addressed to not just the the homeowner, but uh, the contractors out there as well. Um, the lowest price is rarely the best value. And what I mean by that is when you look at the price of that item or service, especially the product itself, what's it going to cost to get it to your home? What's it going to cost to get it inside your home, get it installed at your home and whatever's being built? And if there's any excess material, will the the place of business you bought that product, will they come out, take that excess material back? Will they give you credit for it? Full credit, partial credit. So what's you know what's the true cost of that lowest price? To get what you pay for. Right. You know, we've heard that too. So, you know, the, the lowest price is 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 rarely the best value. Yeah, that's good that's good advice for folks. Good tip. So I've always told people, if it sounds too good to be true, guess what? It's too good to be true. So you need to be able to look beyond that. And we've all learned the hard way. I mean, I bet you, we both have examples we could talk about where that's we're like, right. oh, yeah, that's, that's what a good deal. And then you find out it's not such a good deal. And I've also overpaid for things. You know, that happens too, you know, where you think you set your expectations high because the price is more than what you think it's going to be. And, and sometimes things don't pan out perfectly for you that way. You've, we've all done it, right? Oh, yeah. You're sitting over there yep. going, no, not me. No way. <laughs> not, no, never, no, never, no, no. Never done that. Never, honey, if you're listening at home. <laughs> <laughs> never, honey. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's a good tip <laughs> well, of the week. That was a tip. good tip of the week. Thank you for the tip of the week. So let's uh, let's also give some pe- people some other tips about what you do over at Seller Lumber because you've got um, some services that you al- also offer. So it's not just the material that you have, but you do have some design services, which is interesting. So for deck design, I know you, you do that. Do you get into that yourself or you have experts that do that? 
Well, we have, you know, just about anybody inside, mm-hmm. you know, if you have an idea, they'll, they'll help you get it on paper. And, um, I have myself done the same thing at somebody's dining room table or the tailgate of the pickup truck. Um, that's your design service, huh? That, on a that's napkin? Greg's de- design right. service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's <laughs> um, impressive. There, and there are, there's design programs online. Um, but Is that how it works with your pole barns, too? Pole barns? That's funny you say that. Before I moved to the Columbus area, about 75% of everything I did was, was post-frame construction. Okay. I've done one in in about... A year and nine months since I've moved to the Columbus area. Well, uh, you have a chance right now on the show to design a treehouse pergola with timber tech flooring with Greg. Piece and, of cake. And pole, do- pole barn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, with, yeah, pole barn quality right there. So you, you could do one right here, right. right now, as part of the show. And, man, I wish we had a camera in here. We could actually yeah. show you drawing out. Uh, one of these things. Draw one out, and we'll we'll post it on the uh, on the internet there. Yeah, we'll do it. You, now we're get, gonna hold you, you to get that. me the circumference circumference of that tree, and the height and the, the height of the first limbs, and we'll figure something out. Okay. Boom. There it is. All right. I'll get I'll get your email, <laughs> and I'll send you uh, some details, and we'll follow up. We can put it on uh, on on then, JS Brown's um, Facebook. Page. And then he'll go. need a material cut sheet. And I'll need an employee discount, right? <laughs> yeah. And I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then you you started the design build di- division of your company. How about that? Look at that. Treehouse. Hey, that sounds <laughs> good. You just helped the seller lumber company. <laughs> it took uh, from 1908 till now to develop that side of the business. The treehouse master is I right like here. I think now. we're onto something. Yep. We're always trying to develop something. That's what is so exciting about the show. We'll probably give someone a brilliant idea that makes them a gazillionaire. And we just talk about all these great ideas. And we don't know how to patent <laughs> them or do anything the, like that. The rain barrel pool might not be it, but one <laughs> well, of them will be. <laughs> one of them will be. The yeah. treehouse niche. The treehouse pool barn gazebo. <laughs> Fish, fishing hut. Yeah, the fishing there hut. There we go, yeah. And deer stand yeah. in the fall. <laughs> and all, all in one. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Boy, you put a few guys in a room with the same name. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. All right, so you got other things that are cool, and this is what I liked. Uh, we, we've got a house where uh, you came out, you looked at our material package, and I know you got a full-service mill, but you also have some access to engineers who do, do trust design. Isn't that right? So uh, because you were helping me with the trust package, and I, and I trust you with the information you provided. Yes, yes. Um, See what I did there? That was good. With trust, trust. and trust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Engineered wood products also includes engineered, engineered roofing uh, trusses specifically, mm-hmm. floor systems. The um, the people we deal with have have been in the industry for a long time, and um, actually many of them that I deal with down here in the Columbus market, I I've dealt with when I was up in Northwest Ohio. So their reputation, you know, has been proven, and uh, we use those people quite often, actually. That's an excellent resource to have because uh, they allow you to really expand your services to contractors like us that need someone to come up with that uh, assistance with some of that trust design. Obviously, we do yep, a lot of the architectural right. design and planning that, and when you were out there, you're saying, you know, I think it makes more sense to, to have this trust built than to conventionally frame it. And, you know, that that's advice from uh, from someone I always take to heart and uh, make sure we get the right design out there for the homeowner. 
right structure built. Right. Yeah. And if we, you know, if we run into anything that just doesn't make sense or it, it doesn't look like it's going to work a certain way, mm-hmm. we always send it, we send it to them, let, let their design and engineer people figure it out. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, give us, give us something that'll work because you have, you know, you have to take it to the inspector and get it approved. Yeah, well, fortunately, they come to us. So, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, from a plan standpoint, you're absolutely right. We've got to get that approved. Then we got to build it to plan. So the plans have to all make sense. Right. That's very good. Well, now, how do, how do people come to you in Westerville? If they're going to come up and pay you a visit and they've got questions about, uh, you know, any of the products we mentioned or the services, if they need some help, uh, what's the best way for them to, to, uh, to either reach you or come on into the lumberyard and check you out? Well, if, if, if you want to find Greg Hornish. Who wouldn't <laughs> after this? Outside sales, I work out of my home on, in Blacklick. However, I met Seller Lumber on occasion and mm-hmm. will meet anybody there um, that needs assistance with just about anything. Um, but go to sellerlumber.com, give us a call. My number direct. My you're cell phone to do number. That and you're gonna you're gonna get inundated with demand demands from people now. So be careful. Uh oh. Here goes the cell phone number, folks. I'm writing it down. This yeah. treehouse <laughs> is already b- bigger than I can imagine. So, yeah, he doesn't have you in his caller ID, most likely. So you can prank him too. Here it goes. <laughs> have fun with him. Cell phone. <laughs> you're still doing it. Four one nine. Ah, the old Northwest the Ohio. The old Northwest Ohio. Four one nine four eight seven three five zero zero. Right on. And then they can email you too, which is what and most people typically do these days. You can email me at ghornish at sellerlumber.com. And any of the folks inside at Seller Lumber will know how to get a hold of me. If you didn't have a chance to write all that down and, and you find Seller Lumber's number. That's okay. Know. They'll just back up in the podcast. They'll just take their little mouse. Yeah, and there's a little rewind button Just there. hit yep. their little rewind oh, okay. button they'll It'll hear it you. again. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to want to listen to this program a couple of times. It's been that entertaining. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. If not. <laughs> on to the next one, right? We, we always got other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, half the listeners are going to be going back in and checking out this, this treehouse. Right. Deer stand. Well, half of the listeners are Greg thing. and I, so <laughs> we'll be that half. <laughs> Taking our own advice. So that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Greg, awesome to have you on. Thank you for coming in. It was a pleasure. Well, thank you for uh, having me. And again, it was good to meet you, Greg. It was good to meet you too. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks for your service to the country as well. Oh, uh, you're welcome. I had an honor to have you. I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, Paid for it too. To travel and do all kinds (laughs) of neat things and then recruit people. My goodness, that sounds terrific. Well, we get to do this every week. It's so much fun. Uh, hopefully, you tune into this and and uh, and ask questions. We'll have you back when you get something new and exciting happening over at Seller Lumber. We'll have you in, and folks, you'll get to hear Greg again. And if if you haven't listened to many of our podcasts, you got to do that. We've got a lot of great topics on here. Really educated guests. And we have a lot of fun doing it at the same time. So you can certainly do that by going to jsbrownandcompany.com and check us out. Go to your favorite place that you download um, podcasts, perhaps iTunes or any other place. And after you've listened to us, rate us and review us. Let us know how we're doing. We'd appreciate that. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company wishing you a great week to build from.
Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.